God gave you desires. He gave you sexual desires. He gave you the desire for children. It's a natural inborn desire. And he also gave you the desire for dominance over nature. In our culture today, what we see is something gone wrong with the natural desires, the desires for sex or desires for your sex, your sexual identity, something that is unique to you has changed. Instead of finding your identity in Christ, we wish to find an identity that is not our own. And in doing so, and in pursuing that body out of selfishness and jealousy, you lose what you have. In desiring children, we no longer desire children to raise a posterity for their sake, but for our own or for our own pleasure. And as we'll talk about today, we'll talk about people who are looking trans men, men to women, rather, who wish to abort children with their trans-implanted uterus that they wish science to create. This is a perversion of a natural desire and a set of natural desires gone wrong. We're going to explore that today, and all of this leads down to how has mankind decided good versus evil and where man thinks that they can define that. Howdy. Welcome to Further Every Day. Jonathan Fiala sitting in the chair of uh, philosophy and the chair of host uh, by proxy. And of course, we got to my right, Miss Nikki. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? Doing all right. I actually just realized it's not morning. It's afternoon, but <laughs> evening, whatever. Uh, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It's been a long week this Let's morning. Be nice to me. Yeah, I, I need to wake up. In the chair of theology dealing with why we believe what we believe. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being there. And to my left, we got uh, Steve. How's it going, sir? Going good, dude. It's happening over here and uh, leading the way on the politically incorrectness today, my man. The subject's going to be very interesting. Looking forward to it. Splitting the chair of culture and politics over there. And I'll be mopping up with economics, whoever else wants to follow up, because that, of course, is how our uh, philosophy and our culture falls. Culturally inappropriate. As always. So, <laughs> digging into it, where ha- things have gone wrong. Well, I want to get to the story about the trans men who who wish to have the uterus implant. But before we get to all of that, before we get to all that, there's a clip from the Whatever podcast on YouTube. And uh, Mr. Producer, if you could pull up that YouTube. We're going to listen to the first minute and a half, two minutes, okay? So, they are reacting to a woman who is on uh, uh, TikTok, and she is a, yeah, the, the YouTube regular captures finds her. Um, they're reacting to this woman who are, her whole brand is how much she likes being single. Uh, I'll let the clip go for itself. Go ahead and roll it, Mr. Producer, please. Wine nights. It's 10.45 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm 29 and single, and I don't have kids yet. Here's what your Saturday morning looks like when you're single at 29 and you don't have a kid running around the house. I didn't rise from my bed until 10.15. Every time I thought, I should probably get up and do something. I thought, why? Nobody's making me. I'm not missing out on anything. I went to Beyonce last night, and I didn't get home until 1 a.m. And I danced and drank my little heart out, and I didn't pay a babysitter to watch my kids as I did that. And I woke up a tad hungover this morning, just probably why. I was in bed for so long and I was just scrolling on my phone and I saw a picture of Shakshuka and I thought, you know what sounds really good? 
Maybe I'm gonna learn how to make shakshuka today. Cause I have no plans and I don't have kids and I don't have a husband and I don't have errands to run. I can go to the grocery store and learn how to make shakshuka. But that's on my agenda today. Also on my agenda, probably a rewatch of some Real Housewives of New York. I'm also doing a rewatch of Normal People on Hulu, which is really spicy and I highly recommend. Weirdly, I'm into this documentary on Netflix about blue zone countries. So I've got a pretty People. stacked day. Anyway, I say all this to say, whenever I'm hard on myself about why I'm not married and I don't have kids, and I should be further along at 29, almost 30. I Pause. I don't want to do anything else. Okay. So we're, I, I want to catch the whatever crowds look at this because Candace Owens is on that podcast and uh, she, you know, as a guest, and she actually had some uh, interesting takes. And everyone who has spoken out against this woman, including Matt Walsh, Candace Owens, everyone says, why are you punching down? Why are you picking on some, some little TikToker who has no life? Why are you going after this woman? Well, the answer is obviously she's put herself out there as a public figure and as a lifestyle coach. So it, it does need to be said. But I want to get y'all's reaction from the chair of theology starting over here. What is your first reaction to that young woman? Well, I think she might be surprised, but I, I think she has a right to her own opinion. It's not a lifestyle that I would enjoy. I've been very fulfilled as a wife and a mother. And I think there's a lot of people that have been fulfilled. Um, some people have had children, though, and don't want to be bothered with their children and with the responsibility of taking care of children. So their children are ignored or not taken, you know, care Pardon. of properly. <clears throat> so listening to her, I just am I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, you're, you're living for yourself and that's fine. You have that right to do it. The problem comes later on is when you're pushing 40 and now my chances of having children are becoming um, next to nothing. Right. And so the, I did. I know one young lady that I met many years ago and she was in her mid thirties and she was dating around kind of loosely. And I said to her, she was going out of town and she was meeting some guy that she barely knew. And I told her, I said, you need to be careful. You need to be careful. You don't know this person and you're going to get in a car and you're going to drive across the country with this man Stranger. you really don't know. And I said, you just need to be more careful in what you're doing. And she said, when you're my age, you can't afford to be careful. Ooh. Ooh because man. she was getting older, desperate, well, 30 years old as a woman. If you have not had a child already, you are 50, 50 on ever conceiving. 50-50. That, that's just the if, stats. If that. That, 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 yeah. that. That's not that's not necessarily just biology, but that's also finding a suitable mate. That's finding, you know, uh, someone that, that actually you wish to, to be with. And I say that as a 29-year-old myself who's not been married. Well, and let me just share this, too, is, is my – I have a wonderful aunt that's 80 years old that never married and does not have children. She has a very full life, and she has a lot of family that love her. And so even though she she's a she was a missionary, she's a Christian woman, but that that door never opened for her. But she's very fulfilled, but she's a servant, too, you know, and I just don't feel there's anything wrong with this. What this woman is saying. My point is this is when you get older, what do you have to hang on to? Because if you don't have family or close knit friends or whatever, it can be very lonely later on. So. And I, I, I think that that's the primary objective of Matt Walsh, 
and uh, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you, Steve, in just a second. But Matt Walsh, Candace Owens, and Candace Owens is about to speak here in just a moment. And so I'll, I'll let her speak for herself. But Matt Walsh and a lot of other folks will come out and say, well, that's fine and well that you're doing that. But you are going online as a thought leader and you're telling people you need you should live this way and you're going to be okay when you're older and the fact of the matter is a lot of a lot of women when when they're 40 they hate it that they didn't have kids not all not all but i think it's something that's really lost is, is you say you can freeze your eggs you can do in vitro later and, and and don't even don't even talk about the the moral implications of destroying 12 20 embryos uh, or freezing them for perpetuity, but the the idea that you you don't have a support structure either when you get older. That well, that's exactly true, and you know the science on freezing your eggs for in vitro, you do end up with problems the longer they stay frozen. It, it, it injures you know, the child. Sure, it does, and you can have all kinds of different problems with that, and plus. Um, depending on like how you are and the type of person you are as you're growing and going through this age whether you're a, a dating around or like um, hanging out and being a loose style woman as as you get older some of these guys are like uh, I don't think that's the kind of gal I want because you've been run through too many times excuse language but so let's, that's basically what a guy will do cuz you had too many partners man I don't, uh, that's not what I want and that's exactly Candace's point I believe we could go ahead and pull up Candace Owens go ahead and pull, pull up that uh uh that uh, YouTube capture again and we'll go ahead and we'll finish that at least part of it go ahead Link in the description, as always, to this video from the Whatever uh, Clips channel. Go ahead. This Saturday. I know that you can do all these things when you have kids and you're married, and I understand. But the effortlessness and ease of my life, just kind of focusing on myself and the shakshuk I want to make or the Beyonce concert I want to go to really pays off when I'm hard on myself. To your point, I hope she never has kids until she fixes that. I thought, I thought it was going to be really her going, shah, shah, shah. <laughs> so, um, what, why do you guys think that this video went kind of crazy viral? People on the left, what, what more conservative. People on the right, OnlyFans. I mean, women. it went crazy viral because Matt Walsh tweeted it. Let's be real. That would have just gone into the ethosphere on TikTok, and no one would have talked about it had he not picked that up and tweeted it. Well, was Matt, I don't know if Matt Walsh was the, like the first he person. He was. Oh, was yeah. he really? Okay, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. But I guess my, what's interesting to me is that this woman has actually even said, you know, she gives herself a hard time. She wants to be married. She wants to have children. So I don't think that it's right to demonize her and act like she's going to have a depressing life when she just hasn't found the right person because clearly she wants those things and she's trying to make herself feel better and other people in that community feel better about not being that far along. Because like you said, you wanted people to settle down with the right person take their time, figure out if that's the right person. So just because she's 29, you're saying that it's like too late for her and she's going to be doing Xanax and drinking wine at night no. because she hasn't reached that point I yet? I didn't say no. that. That's not what my tweet said. That's not my you tweet said the said. future. Yeah, I, right. because she's obviously a narcissist, right? <laughs> so like, exactly. Why would you, first and foremost, let's not, let's not pretend this is one video that she made. It's her brand on TikTok. It's her brand on social media. She talks about the, Here's the real truth. community known as Dinks we're happy and we're childless. She talks about how great it is to be childless. So she has developed a, she's a social media influencer 
that talks about childlessness. So let's not pretend this is one woman making a video who just said, oh, I had a great Saturday. There's absolutely no reason if you had a great Saturday at 29 years old and you learned to make shashuka and you slept in at 11 until 11.15 or 10.15, whatever she said, that you need to bring up children. What There's a dream. Absolutely no reason. You 11, 15. What I did today. I laid in all day. I did this. I did that. The fact that she has to correlate it to saying, and this somehow makes me better than people that have children, is the problem. She, she started, she, she literally goes on to talk about not having children. It wasn't necessary in this video. So it's not like people are just shaming single women on the internet. You could go on right now and talk about what you've done all day, and there's no reason to bring up but, you know, having, a ch having a child or not. She's actually doing the shaming, and now we're trying to pretend that she's the victim. She's not. She has a brand where she talks about childlessness and she talks about leaning into selfishness and all the things that are amazing about not having children. Again, this is not the first video that she's produced. So the reason why, and if you're a man watching this, don't marry this woman. She's basically telling you she's selfish. She's telling you she's a narcissist. Everything she says is about me, 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 me. Even if you're single, you don't have to make your whole day revolve around you. <laughs> you don't have to. You can get up in the morning. You can go help others. You can do other things. You can say, now that I have free time as a single woman, I can go dedicate time to the church. I can sing. Right. I can do this. I can help people find God. That particular woman that you just looked at is a selfish bitch, and men shouldn't should men should not marry. Language. Her. That's my personal opinion. Go ahead and pause. I, Come in really quick. Yes. Because they they get into it. Link in the description. By the way, if you ever want to watch the whatever podcast, if you can get through it, if you can stomach it, uh, I find it a very very interesting, fascinating take because what, what you're dealing with is Instagram and OnlyFans models, and and so. But reactions to that from the panel. Okay. Well. When she talks about the selfishness, this is this is a real issue. We're raising a generation. It's all about me, 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 me. Well, me, 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 me doesn't do well in marriage. And me, 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 me doesn't do well in childbearing and in raising children. That doesn't work. Um, so if you want to do me, 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 you probably should not get married and, and stay single. The thing is, though, me, 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 me doesn't very satisfy very well. Not... Not, it's not a fulfillment. And so even though, I mean, she, I think what this woman is doing, and she has a brand. She, that's what she's trying to promote. Yeah. She's trying to make herself feel better. That, about that's what that's, she's, thank you thank she's you she's trying to make you. herself feel better yeah hey i don't have kids this is what i did i had a, a lot of fun yada 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 um and she does have that right she does have that right and I, um that's what you know we live in america you can choose what you want and you can say what you want as an influencer but we also have the right and here's where i you said this off off screen while we were talking about the show map before we started oh. this is where people Oops. you know the cancellation <laughs> I, my thing wants to fall off, okay? <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get you some better headphones. Oh, wait. No, those are the good headphones. Are they? Yeah, yeah, they yeah are. those are. Sorry. Okay. We'll work on it. But uh, uh, that is the issue is is they, they, they're so focused in on themselves. When you're so focused in on yourself and, and, and you're selfish, it's funny. You, you lose sight of Christ when you're focused on yourself. Oh, yeah. And as opposed to being selfless, if you were selfless, you would find that fulfillment of self in Christ the way that Christ was selfless. And in doing so, he redeemed the world. That, that, there's a, there's a, a hero's journey that Christ lived that we are supposed to emulate and we're supposed to selflessly give. We're supposed to, and we all actually yearn for that. We all yearn for that. Why do you think people voyeuristically give? There are people who toxically voyeur, voyeur, voyeuristically 
give. Can't talk today. What they are doing when they're giving is they are feeling a little bit more like God. And that's something that we all desire. Well, there's a fulfillment to to giving. I, I've always said the saddest day of my life is if I wake up in the morning and I have nothing to do for somebody else. Because I'm I have five kids, I've been married for over thirty nine years, I have grandchildren, and I am a that's my gift is I'm a, a servant type mindset. So yeah. yeah, I get up, my husband still gets coffee next to his bed. And I love to do that. I love to bring my husband coffee. So it's not that he asked me to do it. He said to me one day, I can get my own coffee. I said, no, no, I like to get your coffee. So, but I like it when he makes the coffee at night and sets the timer on the Aww. door. Good job. <laughs> so when I get up at 5 o'clock, my coffee's waiting for me. So I bring him coffee, but a lot of times he'll make sure that coffee's waiting for me at 5 o'clock. So, but those are the types of things that you think about. And you're you're not self self consume. People are not <clears throat> deeply satisfied. People. So, and and that I think is the thing that Matt Walsh is trying to prevent people from going into and falling into is is this trap of selfishness. Yeah, I I agree with you, uh, and it's easy to see those that aren't running the same road as her will sit there and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I completely agree with her. And that, that's exactly what I, I, yes, 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 yes. Like, 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 like. And, and they're going to sit there and defend her because it, it, that's it exactly. fixes their priors. Exactly. And it, and it makes them feel and confirms exactly Correct. what it is that they're doing makes them feel better about what they're doing it's confirmation bias and it's actually setting in stone when i say fixing their priors i I should say it's setting in stone where they are it's solidifying it's giving them uh affirmation that their own selfishness is is a positive thing and i'm not saying if you don't want to have kids you're selfish i'm not saying that inherently that's not inherently true that's not Pause. Right. I'm not saying that, but yeah, because I, there there are people out I'm there saying. who want to give everything that they have. Say like a mission, set of missionaries. You don't want to have kids because they're going to go to China or they're going to go to the Middle East, and they're worried about their. If they if that's their mindset, they think that I can only serve God in this position in this way, or if I can serve this community or that community by not having kids. Right. That's one thing. Right. But to say I want to stay in bed with the covers on and watch Netflix. You have the right to do that. And we also have the right to say, well, it, it sounds like you got nothing going on and you're kind of a kind of lame. You, you don't have anything to offer. But it, it gets progressively worse. Go ahead. Yeah, but to get on online and then sit there and, and try to get all of these likes to sit there and to make it seem like, oh, we'll see. What I'm doing is okay because I've mm-hmm. got one million likes mm-hmm. that confirms everything that I'm yes. saying and doing. And so that makes me feel better because I've got all of these people liking what I've what I've said and it confirms yes. everything that I say. And there's so many people out there that agree exactly with what I'm saying. <laughs> That's, that's mm. kind of what they do, too. You know, yeah. and, and that's agrees exactly. with me, so it must make it right. Yeah, exactly. But I, I do. I do. I support her decision. I mean, she has the right to but, do as she wants to do. She sure. does. 
She, she, she does. She lives in America. She has a right has to do right. what she wants. She she doesn't want to have children. She want, I mean, if she's quote unquote enjoying it, that's fine. I I have lived a little bit longer down the road. It may not be fine. Right. That's and, what what I'm saying is down the road. And also, when be. she gets online like that and puts herself out in that situation and in that position, that also gives other people to get on and to say, hey. What you're doing is also, in my opinion, not right for the majority of the people that are out there that don't want to do that sort of thing. But look, if you want to have a good life and have a productive life, this is what you should be doing. You should get married you should live this way you should live your life for god you should have a family you should be married you should live and be married to one person and have your children and this is a life you should be living not going out and having a hundred partners and then going oh well you know i'm, I'm looking for this you know, uh, top 1% guy, and uh, I want to have, you know, three kids, and, you know, he should be making 200000 and uh, and but I'm going to find him, but I'm just, I'm, I'm 35, or, you know, and I'll be 36 in a month, and I'm, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time finding somebody, but I've got all these friends, and I get 1 million likes on all of my um, TikTok videos, and I don't know why I'm having such a hard time finding somebody. Mm -hmm. Well, duh. Come on. Hello. You know, I, I do. I understand. I, I know a lot of women who are looking for a really good man or a man who's looking for a really good woman. And and they just have it hasn't connected for them, and I and I, I actually feel kind of guilty because Charlie and I met at sixteen and seventeen, and we've had a really good marriage for thirty nine and a half years. And I, I, my heart actually breaks for women, and for men who are looking for that that perfect partner. And I don't mean a perfect person. Do you understand what I mean? Because yeah. it's right. a journey. A relationship right. is a journey, but the perfection is two people working together to make it work. Um, and I know, I, I mean, it, it, it's heartbreaking. And, and my heart goes out to them when they tell me, you know, this is what I want. And I haven't found it yet. And I don't know why God hasn't blessed me with the right person. And why hasn't God given me a husband? Why, you know, why don't I have children? And, and they're devastated by it, especially as they get older. And they know right. that, that, you know, the clock is ticking. And, you know, then some women come to a point where... I think they accept it. They accept it as God's will, and they find other areas um, where they're in service. My aunt, uh, who's 80 years old, um, she's always been a servant. She's always been involved in so many different things. So she has a ton of friends, and she has a very large family, and she keeps in contact with them all. And believe me, she's not lonely. She's not lonely. Um, and she's just a wonderful person. But there are people out there who are just really hurting because they don't have these things. And I don't know if this girl is trying to 
I don't know what the deal is. Well, it, it, it's a matter of validation bias. And where I want to go next is where this turns really insidious because the, there's a desire to not have kids. And I would much mm -hmm. rather have this lady's brand than the coming brand. Because what you've seen with the transgender movement, and we were talking about this, I believe, off oh. mic. Excuse me. Woo. A bit of... Uh, bit of the soda from the plane there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> TTMI maybe. Anyway, uh, we were talking about how the transgender movement has really replaced women. And it, it sort of moved all, all, all of the advances of women's lib. Because there's some really good things that happened in the 60s, right? There's some really good things happened. Absolutely. There, there, there were a lot of things, sure. you know, and, and I was just at a women's physicians and dentists in Christ uh, convention. I was volunteering over there. And, uh, you know, I, I had this one African-American lady speaker. She was the last one. And she went through Jim Crow. And she's a oh, she's wow. an old, salty Marine. Uh -huh. She was one of the first female officers at, a, at her rank. I forget if she was uh, captain or, or general. I forget where she was. She was like, she's intense. Like this woman is Jeanette South Paul. She's this intense, strong, dominant woman who's like a wonderfully happily married woman, awesome woman of God. But she says like, you know, there were obstacles to overcome. And now, and now the transgender movement is sort of damaging that. But to make it even worse, now we're looking at rooting care like uterine transplants, which, by the way, have a whole host of challenges. And we're going to talk about that. Now we're talking about taking them Whoa. and yeah. doing them on attempting from live hosts, women, women who have healthy uteruses. We're talking about taking them out on some sort of quid pro quo potentially or donation. I mean, if you're donating your uterus, I'm sorry, you're doing it wrong because they're, you're going to make a million dollars on the on the procedure or some such ludicrous number. Um, and then they're going to attempt to butcher a confused man by putting this in. And so this is kind of like some of the hopes that the, the transgender movement is putting in. Mr. Producer, I don't know if you got that message I sent you. Because I know this is all like on the fly. Uh, pull up on the show show map. So go to the show map and pull up the bottom one. You should have it. Go ahead and refresh that page. Refresh that page. It should have refreshed. Because um, let me see here. Thank you. Go ahead and pull that up. And we're going to look at what we're, what we're up against here. Yeah. Go ahead and... Let her rip. The first trans woman to have a successful uterus transplant. He wants to be. and eggs included. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. You are not only wanting to risk putting your body in harm's way by doing a surgery that could potentially kill you, by implanting a uterus, eggs, and ovaries into your body and then be the first trans man, woman, whatever, to become pregnant. But it doesn't stop there. You want to be the first man to have an abortion. To prove what? That your fake organs work? Because honestly, to become a woman has nothing to do with can you abort or not. That's not the definition of, a, of womanhood. So, I mean, honestly, this is just, this is probably the craziest thing I've heard today. Pause it. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> I want to get y'all's reaction. Go ahead. Yep. Absolutely. I want to get y'all's reaction in just a moment, but I want to go through the physical risks really quick before we transition to the panel's reaction, because she, she mentioned the risks. 
<laughs> it's all good, man. She mentioned the risks, but uh, let's go through it. All, so this is from uh, UT Southwestern Medical Center. And okay, well, we'll 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 go with it. It's Steve. He's wearing his tinfoil hat for those on audio only. Um, physical risks. Uh, all transplant procedures include immediate risks such as blood loss uh, requiring transfusion, infection, organ rejection, potential adverse reaction to anti-rejection medications, including but not limited to miscarriage. So, but in this individual's case, which I, I want to build out to that, in this individual's case, he wants to do a tip and by the way we're going to go over some more of that through some of the medical journals we're going to get a little bit nerdy today by the way if you have kids in the room mm -mm, this one's kind of rough um you, you may or may not want to invite them out however just going around the room let's start with just the pure selfishness of taking we're, we're talking about going after you live women's uteruses I'm, as a man, I crave, this is what this man's saying, I'm craving another woman's body parts to put inside me that will be rejected in a year to two years. This on you? This on your cow? I think so, Mr. Producer, but <laughs> Miss, Miss Nikki. Well, I think sometimes that um, the shocking revelation it's attention and that's a shocking revelation i want to get pregnant so i can have an abortion um but do you think he won't do it i don't know if the doctor would put a uterus go through all that there's a lot just like a yes like a like kidney that. transplant or um any type of transplant they look to see if the work that they get, they do is going to be uh, productive. So like if a person is a drug addict, they're not going to give you a transplant because it's not going to be productive. Um, You're assuming that the medical industrial complex hasn't it, lost if its If you purity. are going to be giving, first off, I don't believe it's possible. Okay, I just don't. I think the, the risks are, are going to be way out greater than the reward. So I don't believe it, it is going to be possible. Do you think that'll stop them from trying? Um, I think, I don't know if it would stop them from trying, but I do think the risks are going to be very, very high. That's number one. Number two, will the risk of having an abortion be really high, life-threatening? That's, that's another thing to think about. But, um, like I said, I just, I don't see and it happening the clo they have to keep a very close watch on a transplant from a woman to a woman they have to and and those are not successful by the way when i say not successful i mean 3 years 5 years that organ is now cut and, out and, and rejected and don't be surprised if there are paperwork that has to be signed that you will go through the full term pregnancy because the doctors that's their reputation if a doctor was to do a transplant from a woman to a man, which I don't believe could be done, successfully be done. That doctor is not going to go through all that and then have you have an abortion because that reflects on him. Can you imagine the psychological problems that will occur? I mean, you're already having such a high percentage of psychological problems with those that take hormones just from the change of trying to change from a guy to a woman 
trying. Now, it's not successful because you can't change from a man to a woman. You're still a guy. Your DNA still says you're a guy. You can't change well, that. You know what? It's I'm a said woman. That's what it is. And I've been pregnant five times. And if you <clears> want to <throat> talk to my husband about hormone changes, and that all natural for me. Right. And let me tell you something. There were right. there were times where I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. And my husband was like, I think I'm going right. to lose my mind. <laughs> oh, hey, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, I've been in his shoes. Yeah. So, so, so for a woman, the hormone changes are natural. Yeah, that it's a, a lot. My daughter right now right. is five months pregnant, and I'm constantly getting a, you know something from her mom. Congratulations. I oh yes, for her second one, and it's always. I don't feel good. I'm dizzy or, and, and she, I mean, these are legit things or, you know, the mood swings, the hormones when you're pregnant. And then when you have the baby and all those chemicals, you know, when the baby's born, there's a, there's another change, postpartum depression. So you're dealing with something a natural woman has to deal with. And these are things that your body produces naturally. Now, in order for that kind of thing to happen, to occur for a guy, all of that's going to have to be through... Induced hormones. Right, induced. Injections and all of this. And these doctors don't know the exact percent and how that all needs to occur. It's going to be an experiment, and it's going to be an experiment on the embryo. So in the child, so as the child grows, so it would have to be done in vitro. Something that so by the way, link in the descriptions below. We're not going to actually show the one that uh, Jennifer sent us. Yes, she, she still reaches out and you know puts oh, it on the podcast. Oh, she'd be great if she were here right now. Oh, she I would kill to have Jennifer. Jennifer, and we, Dr. Wish Fire. we wish you yes, were here. Yes, Jennifer. Jennifer. Why didn't you call in, girl? Exactly. So, but she did send us a link. I'm not going to show you the. We're not going to show you the pictures uh, yeah, because you, you actually have. But if you want to go look link in the description below it's too graphic for youtube where they actually show a female to female uterine transplant and the amount of of complexity that is involved and it still has just about always failed like eventually the body rejects it with the man so i'm I'm gonna go to um another don't they have to like eventually remove yeah. The uterus. They have to cut it out. So your C so it's in vitro, and then they implant that into the child, or sorry, into the womb, mm-hmm. that child into the womb, and you throw away six, 12, 20 kids into the freezer, uh, specifically the ones you don't like. So if they look a little bit more melanated, or if they don't have the right eye color, or if they don't have a propensity, you know, eventually they're going to work on having whatever. a propensity towards whatever. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment, how designer babies are really going off the rails. And, and I want to tie this all back to selfishness. That is the theme, is selflessness, you find yourself. In selfishness, you lose the image of God that, that he has imprinted upon you. But uh, go ahead and go to the stat report. Uh, Mr. Producer, uh, this is uh, from statnews.com. It's a medical journal. And uh, the title for this is With Womb Transplants a Reality, Transgender Women Dare to Dream of Pregnancy. We just heard from one what she's daring to dream. Let's go ahead and he is daring to dream. So I'm going to read a little bit of this from a, a fellow who goes now by uh, Chastity Bowick. I hope it becomes a reality. It says uh, Ch- Chastity Bowick. I am. 
I'm absolutely would be willing to do it. Bowick began, it says her, his gender transition at 19, but he knew that he wanted to be a mom long before that. Ever since I was old enough to understand the concept of parenting, I wanted to be a mother, he said, and I don't know how that, I don't, didn't know how that would ever happen, but that's what I wanted. So surgeons at the Cleveland Clinic on Monday uh, introduced a recipient of the nation's first uterus transplant performed uh, late last month. Uh, a 26-year-old patient identified as Lindsay, only as Lindsay, said she adopted three boys through foster but always dreamed of the opportunity to carry. The Cleveland Clinic team plans to do at least nine more transplants at, as a part of the clinical trial. I'm going to sit in the chair of economics in a minute, but don't, don't get me started yet because that's a whole problem right there. Uh, gender yeah, reassignment surgery would be much more involved for one thing, as with transition to male to female surgery, doctors have to create a, if you have kids in the room, three, two, one, if you have to create a vaginal canal, but they would also need to make space for the uterus. This would include, and this is where your problem is, widening of the male's pelvis where you are going to stretchy, stretchy the bones and you're going to have to, that's enough of that, Mr. Producer, I'll just keep reading off of it, but you're going to have to stretch the uh, bones. You probably break and put titanium uh, uh, rods mm -hmm. in there. So imagine just every movement of your hip, you're going to have rods that eventually could potentially cause permanent issues. By the way, all of your tendons or and muscles, they all hook onto specific places in your body. You, you want to talk about muscular skeletal dysfunction long-term, do that to a man because yeah, this is so back to here quote uh, that would require widening of the pelvis inlet which is substantially narrow and narrow in men than women uh, after all that the patient would need about a year to heal before undergoing the womb transplant which itself is quite the ordeal the first one performed in the United States took nine hours if the transgender woman had stored sperm before transitioning if the man store, stores sperm freezes it before he gets in vitro into some other woman's uterus that he has implanted because the fallopian tubes don't come over. It has to be implanted. And even if he did the fallopian tubes, it would never work right. I'm sorry, it just wouldn't. Um, then, then he could be biologically related. So that, that's a whole custody issue. Just think about the legal implications of that alone. And so it, it, they keep going through the process, but Bowick is undeterred, says the article. Being a trans woman is already complicated, and pregnancy would be a beautiful thing. Even the morning sickness, I mean, because I already kind of am getting that now anyway from the hormones, and I'm moody. Uh, Man, uh, you know nothing. Exactly. I, I know nothing either, but I also happen to know that, that even though you know a little morning bit more, you still sickness. don't know anything. Give me a break. Um, so he's anyway. not even pregnant, and he's having morning sickness. Come on, from the there, hormones, from so, the hormones oh, oh, he's taken. Okay, so th this is where the jealousy comes in. Mm -hmm. This is where the jealousy comes in, and, and so I wanted to get to this. Bowick says that, and I'm switching the she's to he's because just for clarity, this is a male. Bowick said that he doesn't expect bearing a child will make him feel like a, a more complete woman. There are biological women who cannot bear children, and they're not lesser women because of it. Uh, but you're talking about bearing a child with a significantly higher risk of suicide if it was about the child if it was about being a if it was about anything other than yourself you would reconsider an incredibly risky procedure with miscarriage as a high likelihood rather than spending hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on that probably it's got to be a million dollars, at least, to oh, do something maybe that... Maybe more. Oh, I would imagine. And so, and, and here's the great thing. 
So sitting in the chair of economics, putting on that hat, swapping over to that chair. Here. Uh, okay, I'm here. Here, you need that? No, I'm good. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Think about the perspective of this from, and, and this is where I disagree with you, that you say that they, they won't do it because it's not a value. It's a value to these doctors. To some of because them, Because yeah. they don't value the patient anymore. They don't value the patient anymore. They, their eyes are filled with greed and lust. And they want, and there's also the lust for power. And remember we said at the beginning, the div, dominion mandate, God mandated that we have dominion over creation. Yet, of course, what did Adam and Eve do? They said, wait a minute, there's one thing that you told us not to do. One thing. You know what? I, I, would, I, would like, I would like to be unfettered. Satan, you've got a really good point. I would like to reach out and take uh, out of the abundance of around me. There's one thing. God only asked me one thing and it was benign. There's no reason. I'm still going to reach out and take it. And, you know, um, cue the meme. Your scientists were so busy thinking uh, of what they could do. They didn't think of they should. Yeah. While others are sitting back over there going, hmm, let's sit back here and see what happens. So we can decide whether we want well, to do it or not. Just like Adam sitting back and going, hmm, I'm going to sit here and see if Eve dies. I'm going to watch Eve and you know, see if she dies. So it'd be a, whether or not I should eat one. Toxic masculinity. Real toxic masculinity. Right. Go ahead, Miss No, I, I understand what your point with that. I just, I, and it could be just my own being naive, but I just think the what was involved would be so traumatic and there would have to be trials and i believe people would probably suffer greatly because you know they're not going to be successful right they have to practice a little bit of this and practice a little bit of that and there's going to be people left behind that are going to be scarred in a bad way and maybe even death could even follow oh yeah oh yeah bleeding so intense bleeding like look at jazz jennings and 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 just see see jazz jennings for what they will do as a pioneer test right. where they have chopped away if you have kids in the room three two one they have chopped away so much of his sensitive uh what do you call it Agre- uh, uh, agregarious regions what do you call those erogenous erogenous regions yeah. yeah they've chopped away so much of his erogenous re- reasons that he doesn't have sensation in the fake clitoris that right they made. and what and what did they do to those two twin boys that Back in the what was it the seventies or sixties? All right, hand the hat over here. Hand the foil hat. Hand the foil hat over here. Yeah. John Money. John Money. Yeah, okay, money. J- j- just for a second. That's right. Money. John Money probably orchestrated the castration of the child. You don't believe me? He was heavily involved with Nazis. What? Yep. 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 Yeah, he did, That's Mr. Right. Producer. So John. So yep. do you sure remember the John was. Money story, Mr. Producer? We'll talk about you it know, real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. So John, Dr. John Money, the founder of modern gender theory in a lot of ways, at least he took critical yep. theory and really branched it out. The majority of his work was done with a twin study. And we've talked about this many times in this podcast, but yes. we'll recap in short. Two twins. One of them has a quote, quote, accident. Tenfold hat off for a moment because, you know, it could potentially have been an accident. But the fact that the Nazis loved twins experiments and John Money was a uh, uh, friend and colleague of the guy who literally put sex, child sex offenders in with children and calculated how long. Wait, On purpose. Do you have kids in the room? Three, two, one. How long it took a one year old to have a reaction to stimulation? OK, yep. he had charts of this. So and this is one of Jolly John Money's best colleagues. OK, so. 
somehow by accident with a cat with a hot iron they accidentally chop off uh, David Money's um, uh, uh, manhood as a child during a circumcision. Then they say, well, you know what? We happen to have a doctor that specializes in this. So this guy, John Money, convinces the kids, uh, and the parent, kids' parents rather, let's go ahead and cut everything off, make this a girl because gender is just a social construct, raise him as a girl. 15 years old, 14 years old, whatever it was, uh, David, who'd gone by Brenda, I believe, all of his life, right. was so distraught, he was on the verge of suicide, always having rejected everything feminine. It was something innate in him that he was a boy. He was a boy, and he knew something was wrong. They told him, finally, on, on the deathbed, practically of suicide all but. And he, no, he, was, he changed back. He immediately changed back. He was all but, uh, he was ready to commit suicide, and, and he was, he was, experimenting with killing himself and so they grabbed him from that they said okay this is not working he immediately transitioned to a to a male a, pr a presentation because he'd always been a male and then um just it, it, nothing worked out for him it was terrible he and his uh twin brother eventually committed suicide oh by the way yep. john, dr john money had both kids perform acts that only a married couple should perform on each other for him and his colleagues to watch behind the mirror gla moment glass and take notes, although they probably did more than that. Just leave your imagination. So these are the people who have led our modern gender theory thought. And you don't think that, out there to you, to the viewer, you don't think that they won't do something that is not in your best interest? Yeah, they're, you, they're, you they're have, you have you. doctors that are willing to champion the uh, transgender, um, you know, um, flag and carry on whatever it is that they're doing and i can guarantee you they will go oh hey yeah i'll i'll do this because you know a lot of the doctors that do a lot of these surgeries are those that champion that you know that flag and and are willing to do all of this gender theory and changing people and all of this sort of thing and you know they're like yeah hey hurrah hurrah because they're you know typically trans anyway but to miss nikki's point i was talking to someone the other day and i said if we don't change something we're in generation alpha right now is being raised charlie will be by tw by charlie 25 percent of the population will be castrated if we don't change and this per person says no it's going to change now. We have to change now. People are starting to realize. They're starting to put a stop to it. We have to. So I only, I can only hope that those who have rational minds do exactly what I you're saying. I think you'll see that the young people will be the one that will bring a revival. The, uh, the kids that are had transitioned and now are detransitioning are speaking out, and they're speaking out very loudly. And they're the ones that the other kids will listen to. I hope so. And they will feel like they have been lied to, and they'll they'll turn against the uh, the tide that is telling them this stuff. Because they, you know, when you mutilate a thirteen year old and and do a double mastectomy on her, or you rob these young men and women of ever having children, and you rob them of ever having a natural, normal, um, fulfilling sex life. That's what. How they're doing. dare you? Yeah. That's that's what they're doing. And 
they're the ones that are detransitioning has it, they're they're t- they're speaking out and they're speaking out loud and they've have an audience and those mm-hmm. are the ones the other kids are going to listen to i mean it, you know what it's ridiculous to me I, I don't understand this at all why anybody would think doing this to children is a good idea I, I just don't know. I just don't get it. I don't either. Well, here's the good news for them, not for us, because if, if the culture does turn, they still have the ability to do embryonic research. Go ahead and pull that up, uh, Mr. Producer. Scientists grow human embryo model without sperm or egg. It's a model. And, well, we're moving towards clone. Now, Tinfoil hats off. Tinfoil hats off. I don't know. That sounds like there's a been cloning. Hat thing there. There's been cloning for a long time. Go ahead, Mr. Producer. Pull it up. Link in the description uh, below, as always. Scientists grow human embryo model without sperm or egg. A group of scientists in Israel have gone, quote, unquote, complete models of human embryos without the aid of sperm or eggs, according to a paper published on Wednesday. This was published September 6, 2023. The Wiseman Institute team presented their findings to journal Nature. They mimicked the development of human embryo just using stem cells, which were reprogrammed, giving them the potential to become any type of tissue in the body. So here's what they're... It's a, thank you, Mr. Producer. They haven't given it life, but who's to say that they're not going to try cloning? Because And some people are saying that there's already clones out there. Look, citation needed, please, um, uh, before you go and say that. Citation needed. I know. We I know also you don't got need a citation. people out there. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, no, we've got uh, you know all those other types and uh, aliens running around <laughs> that are disguised as well, other they're people. They're, they're wearing human they're sub, masks. And, they're subhuman, but they're know, not reptilians. They're, you know what? Um, living what? in underground cities that are yes. mile below the surface, and uh, oh. Do you know okay. when, I'm glad you took go, that off. Go, I was really like getting into a deep level there. If you, if you go back to the Bible, and it talks in Genesis about yes. the city of Babylon. Yeah. The issue there was that all the men spoke one language. They were all together. Right. And the Lord said, now nothing will be, uh, they'll, they'll be able to do all this wicked stuff. And I don't have it perfectly phrased, but that's what the thing was. The thoughts of their minds, they'll, nothing will stop them because they're all together. And so then he confounded the languages and he spread them out. Well, now we have broken down those barriers. God has allowed us to break down those barriers for a purpose and for a reason. And so now the ability to do all kinds of things is before us. We think that we've attained this knowledge on our own. But, you know, it says in Deuteronomy... It says, um, or is it in Proverbs, the secret things belong unto God. And then in Proverbs, it talks about um, it's for kings to search out a matter. It means to to discover. We're supposed to be discovering, but we're supposed to do it under a a law of morality. Life is given by God and by God alone. And I know we want to play God. And and we'll say, well, we can cure cancer. Well, that's a great thing. We should be able to cure cancer. Let's focus on that. Um, so to to try to experiment and do things to make people's lives better is great. But we are crossing a moral line, and I just don't see God allowing it. Well, I think that there's there's a lot of truth there, but also 
what I do see is is that they're going to find, and, and a lot of people have donated. And by the way, if you're a dude who's considering donating your, your sperm to a sperm dick, think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. Just, just mm-hmm. There's a lot of ramifications to that. Because now what I suspect that they might start doing, if they run out of willing test subjects for their sexual deviant ideas... They might start looking at all the embryos that are in in vitro facilities and all of the eggs and frozen you know sperm and they might start to do that even if they're not just recreating a model and it is a model it's not alive because it doesn't have that spark of god's life that both the sperm and the egg have something very special that happens and when those two combine there is a there's a actual sonoluminescence there's this actual light Light. that is emitted from that reaction and 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 some people would say that that it's a chemical reaction but man has not been able to figure that out that 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 is it appears to be something that's outside of this world because there is a soul there's a mind um and, and you know the soul has a mind and a body and not the other way around you know i have a a belief and i i don't really have a it's just how I believe I can't really sit there and prove it to you or, you know, give you backup for it. But the word of God says that God breathed into Adam and he became a living soul. And I told my husband, I said, in my mind, I kind of feel that that one breath that came into Adam is that breath that still sustains us today. And the Bible says it is God breathed. Life is in, even though there are children that are born to husbands and wives or whatever, that first initial breath was what brought life. And then through his, his design and his creation, life continues. The word of God changes, gives you rebirth. It's God breathed. So I know that people want to play God because they don't believe in God and they think, well, we, we can attain all these wonderful things. But in the end, I don't believe they, they can and they will. You know, I think uh, morality has made a Taking a uh, bad train wreck has gone off the tracks in a bad way. And, uh, you know, if we look around, look at science, uh, we look and we go to the colleges, see how they're teaching, what they're teaching. We go to some of these schools, whether it's uh, first grade, kindergarten, you know, the elementary schools, the junior high, the high schools. You know what they're teaching there. Uh, we can see it's 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 gone off the tracks, man. It looks like a bad train wreck at times, and I think the parents at some point in time, and we can start seeing some of these things right now in our culture today, where uh, these these parents are going to these school boards and standing up. And going, hey, this is not right. You don't need to be teaching this. We need to be teaching math, science, social studies, how our government works. There's so many kids out here, they don't even know who the first president is or was of this country. I mean, really? On Twitter. And so, by the way, I just want to... I want to, you said something there, and I think if I can add this, I think when you said science, you meant scientism or secular humanism and morality, how secular humanism has gone off, not science, 
not the yeah. observation, but how but, secular humanism, the scientism, and, the belief in the science, as Fauci would call it, right? Right, right. And, and by science, I mean like, you know, learning chemistry yeah. and biology and, so you know, these sorts of things like knowing that in biology you've got man and, you woman. Know, man and woman, XX, XY, uh, learning about <laughs> yeah, animals. Yeah, it's going to be, it's funny to me how they're trying to, you know, this is, this is the facts have been for years and now we're, we're trying to change the facts. Yeah. We're trying to change the facts to something more warm and fuzzy. But part of the problem is, and so we, on, on, on the Twitter account, I went ahead and, and, and went after someone because this guy posts a picture or a video of his kid and he's laughing at his kid. He's like, uh, do you know what state you're in or what, what, how, many, how many states are there or what's the capital? I forget the question was. It was some geography question. This is a ninth grader. And the dad is laughing at his kid because his kid doesn't know. And, you know, so my, you know, I, I, I responded. I said, you know, this is where the phrase OK Boomer came, comes from, is when people who raised idiots complain about their children being idiots you are the exact demographic of, of, and I'm not okay. I don't think kids should ever say, okay, boomer. I don't think kids should say that. I think that's incredibly disrespectful. However, th there is a shred of truth that there's a lot of people who want to make fun of a generation that was not given the education that they were. And that's something that we need to start right now. We need to start fixing our education system. People in this room, are, you know, are an exception, right? I, I know that y'all tried to raise your kids. You raised your kids. You spent time with them. You focused on them. But one of the main things that we've lost is not only self-sufficiency, but uh, self-sacrifice. The idea of, of intelligence, of, of, of attempting to better yourself. There's no value in these things. It's all self-actualization. Mm -hmm. And where did they get that? They got that from the public schools that they were abandoned to because we did not want to raise them and the church did not do a good job. And I, I know it's an unpopular opinion, even with someone here, because we're coming up to the end here. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm about to do final thoughts. I want your final thought after I say this. I think the church should be offering an option. It should be offering an option. We as a church should pull together and find an option for schooling, for education. We should offer that. On some level, we should find a way to do it because we say that the public education system is rotten, and it is. And I think we could do a better job, but by and large, we don't. And, and any time the, the government gets involved in anything, it goes sideways. Yeah, who, who, who invented mean, this conflict of interest of having the government teach civics? But right. <laughs> just to wrap, right. Mrs. Nikki, final thoughts for the day. If you were to walk into someone who was saying, look, childlessness is a great thing. Uh, transgenderism is, 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 you know, wanting to take a live woman's uterus and implant it, because that is the, the choice, into yourself. What would your response be to that person from the, from the aspect of... of the chair of theology, as far as losing themselves uh, in, in trying to pursue themselves? Well, I would just, you know, if, if you, you know, you don't want children, you don't want children, that's up to you. You miss a lot of joy. There's a lot of joy that children give to you. Um, and even when my older children, my adult children, and then you have grandchildren, that's even better. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
But exactly. so children are a great joy. I, I, and I would just say, I would hate for you to miss that part of it. Yeah. Not that you have to, but it's been a joy for me. And, and I would like, you know, other people to experience that joy, but it is your choice, but you have to live with that choice. Yeah. And if you're, you know, on your deathbed and there's nobody gathered around your bed because there's no children, that's, that might be a pretty lonely, sad place. Mr. Steve, final thoughts? Yeah. Um, you know, I think on like what you asked Nikki, the first thing I would probably do is laugh. Uh, and then I would say, who are you going to find that's going to donate a, a, a uterus to you? Um, and then, you know, where are you going to get this money? Yeah. You well, know, from the government. At, at, uh, It'll cover the taxpayer's teeth. You know, are they, how, how do you qualify for something like that? Where, where are you going to do to qualify to do something like this? I would this? just look at him and say, it's not going to happen, dude. And, it ain't going to happen. So. And um, how, why are you putting your life and a, and a baby's life in jeopardy for your own gratification just because you want to try to do something like get pregnant and then go and abort it? Yeah. I mean, what what are you trying to prove here and what are you trying to do? I mean, you're... You're creating something, going through all of this, and then you want to abort a, a, a living person? I mean, what what's the purpose behind all of this? I what? don't understand what you're what you're trying to get to here. I mean, you're all you're doing is, you know, you you've already ruined one life, your own. You're, you know, you, you yeah. need to go see somebody. So. Just from the chair of philosophy and from the chair of economics, kind of straddle those two from across the room here. If you want to have double income, no kids, DINK, that's, that's, the, that's the acronym. You know what? Don't have kids. Don't have them until you come to the point where you realize. But like Miss Nikki said, there may come a day where you miss it. And, I'm, and as far as the transgender issue, I'm going to say, look, you, if you want to go about doing that, I want to ask you why why are you doing that because I, I think and i think the question comes the same question should be asked to the double income no kid advocate why why do you not want to have kids and it's fine to not have kids but if the answer is i want to spend time on myself or if the answer for the transgender is because i want to feel fulfilled there's a couple things here, especially if you're talking about the, the abortion. Selfishness is right where the devil wants you to be. And if you are living a life that is dedicated to self and to self-pleasure and to self-actualization and self-realization, self-exploration, you will lose yourself. You will lose everything that God intended for you. You will be devoid of the meaning and the purpose that you seek in becoming selfless you find yourself in the ultimate selfless one jesus christ if you can find true selflessness you're going to find the fulfillment because 
in drawing near to that being who is ultimately selfless, you'll find your identity. Not because you need a God to be good, not because whatever, because that's how and what you were made for. You will find your purpose, your telos. Do not let someone steal that value from you. Do not let someone take that away. The most valuable thing in finding what you were truly made to do away from you. Don't let someone steal that from you with a lie that you will be happier, whether it's without kids or whether it is with a body part that will be discarded in just a few years. And then what happens to your, your body after that? Important question. And by the way, no one actually has an answer. Just putting that out there. If you enjoyed this podcast, like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you for over 200,000 downloads of the podcast right. on Apple. Uh, and there's also across Spotify, all anywhere you can find the podcast. It's there on all likelihood. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are gratified. YouTube is still doing That's, weird things. It, you know, we, we, yeah, we probably should have said oh fans because i think that that's actually now a trigger word as well for the algorithm i i thought about that after we brought it up and i was like eh, oh. probably should have said oh fans oh fans but we should talk about that in the show map otherwise you probably wouldn't have oh. known what i was saying oh fans, oh, fans. um huh. i don't know what because we need about. yeah so that's the you can tell me yeah, that, that's the website where, where girls go topless and oh. bottomless. Oh. And that, oh, that one girl looked like she was about to pop out. Oh, I see. She was ready to go. It's appropriate to say, oh, I see. And you cut that out. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't yeah. put that on there. No, but you're right. It was pretty nasty. So, oh. it, so here's the thing. Oh, Just real quick. Who thinks that a man, a high-value man, is going to say, Yep, I want to show in serious, in all seriousness and candor, in three years, I want to be at a dinner date with my friends and bring this chick who's falling out of her. Sorry, no, no high well, value I would man tell wants you, that. That's, well, that's, high, that's, high, okay. It's been go, go ahead, Miss Nikki. She was speaking. I just, I just know that I had a relative that her husband always wanted her to dress like that so he could kind of say, look what I have, look what uh, I have. But he's not a high-value man. Okay. But that, well, that's agree. not a high-value man. Oh, yeah. Right. That's a POS. Sorry, anyway. Right. <laughs> leave that out. No. Okay, if you like this podcast. It's just dumb. Yeah, it is just dumb, Mr. Producer. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> but I agree. We're going we're, we're gonna to wrap it. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, all right, all right. If you're still here, I even got Miss Nikki oh, this time. Oh. If you're still here, you are a super listener. We put you to sleep. I'm sorry, Miss Nikki. What was uh, uh, what was your least favorite outfit of all the people wearing that on the uh, on on the whatever podcast? Oh man, that we those. What are you talking about? So you you were commenting on the outfits. Which one is like the trashiest outfit of on oh, the whatever? I'm not, I'm, I'm you're not going to say. You're yeah. not going to say. Let me just. Say, I'll tell you this. All of I them, raised, says Mr. Producer. I, I, I've always. Candace was told, great. I the always, other two ladies were fine. Yeah, she was dressed very nicely. I was told my girls, my daughters, my nieces, whatever. I always said if if your body part starts with a B, keep it covered. Your bust, your bosom, your belly. <laughs> if you can feel a breeze through your cleaves, your shirt's too low. <laughs> I love it. That's a good shame. I love it. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I, 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 would, I would I would definitely say none of those women would be on uh, 
They wouldn't appreciate me for sure. No, they wouldn't appreciate you. And frankly, they wouldn't appreciate me either. And I do not appreciate seeing that on a woman. It's like, you know, you're a distraction and you're a sexual harassment to you. uh, Let me put it this way. Anyone that's an OnlyFans girl uh, got no use for. Probably uh, an O fans girl or whatever it is not my type of gal yeah I, i've got no use for them because probably what they wear is and i've seen some of those well what they do is also and, and there's a right and i've seen some of these podcasts of, of them um, and watch some of the stuff and the way that guy talks is i look up their twitter gives them those gals a Hard, hard time, time man. Let's get on him, and he tells them like it. Some of those girls just get up and walk out because they can't handle the truth. Yeah. So, and yeah. they're all trash. I mean, they just and I look at some of these people's Twitter, and it's all out there on Twitter. It's like you know. So I'm just going through Twitter, and, and then I find it's like, oh, there's an OnlyFans in there because. I'm reading replies to something else and I click on, you know, I, I, dudes, chicks, I check on everyone to see like what kind of person, is this a right wing, is this a left wing? And then I get on their, their page, it's like OnlyFans, and then you scroll down, and you're like, oh my gosh, get away from that. And I don't know these people, they put it all out and there. And I see some of these on YouTube and because I like listening to him and listening to what he tells these gals. And but they're nuts. They are. And, and man, he gives them Boy, he tells them like straight like it is, man. We want a Proverbs 31 woman, the actual empowered woman, not a Proverbs 5 or 7. If you're a young man, be on the lookout for a Proverbs 31 woman and not a Proverbs 5 or 7. Yeah, Mr. Producer says all the ones on the right he did not like, all the ones on the left. You're on audio. You're going to have to watch. I'm sorry. But let's just say Candace Owens. Think Candace Owens versus Nightwalker. And they think they look good. With that said, we love you. Tell us in the comment section which one you thought was the most egregious. Love you. Bye-bye. Amen. Right on. (laughs)